0: Me loo- lo- loosened up and uh, can talk tonight. I don't want to sit here and growl at you. Do me an Exodus chapter 17. Exodus 17, 8 through 16 tonight. The last half of this chapter. This is an iconic story. As, as I look at the travels of Moses and, and in his life, this one has always kind of stood out to me. I know um, I may be saying that all the time. So many things in Moses' life were, were pretty epic <laughs> as you consider what he went through, uh, what he got to see, what God did in his life. But um, this is last week we had such a pitch, perfect picture of Christ in the rock. Um, that the water came out of. This week, we have a great illustration of prayer. And I, I titled this, Holding Up His Hands. Holding Up His Hands. We see obedience to the Lord in this passage. Um, we see the power of God. Um, and this is, a, as I said, just such a great illustration of prayer. And that's what I want to focus on tonight, is the aspect of prayer. Let's go ahead and read the passage. And we'll have a word of prayer. So they just they just got the water out of the rock. Um, God blessed them with that. And then verse eight says, "Then came Amalek and fought with Israel and Rephidim." And Moses said unto Joshua, "Choose out men, choose us out men, and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand." So Joshua did as Moses had said to him, and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed, and when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. and Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua discomfited Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write this for a memorial in a book. And rehearse it in the ears of Joshua. For I will utter out of the rem- I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an a- altar and called the name of it Jehovah Nissa Nisi. And he said, because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Uh, let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you uh, for our time tonight uh, to together around your word. And Lord, as we look at the aspect of prayer, just increase our faith. Lord, I know uh, if I asked for raised hands, each one of us would say we believe in, in the power of prayer. Uh, Lord, I, I know in my own life many times I don't live that way, I don't pray that way. Lord, help us help our faith to grow. Lord, that we would be true warriors uh, of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy and grace in our lives. In Christ's name we pray, amen. <clears throat> so we see this, it's this, uh, such an interesting story to me. Uh, and I remember w- listening to this as a little kid and, and uh, thinking how cool it would have been to be been Joshua. But then how cool would it have been to be Aaron or her and be the ones holding up his arms, be a part of this, this, this battle that was going on and see the power of God as he, as he held up the rod of, of the lord this this symbol of god 's presence and power uh, the the work that God was going to do as long as it was up in the air, the battle was theirs, naturally, as the day went on, you know nobody can hold their arms up for very long, like ten minutes is is a long time. Hold a rod in your hand and, and hold your arms out for ten minutes it, it gets tiring well, then they put a stone under, and he sat down on it and and I, and I see this picture of Moses and what a great thing it is, but I want to look at Aaron and her because they're the ones that, that stayed up the arms. And I heard one as a child and I still see the uh, illustration of it being us for those that are on the mission field. We hold up the arms of those that are working on foreign fields. And, and so I, I, want to, I want to think about that tonight a little bit. Now... I also think this. We hear of, the, of Moses getting tired and holding up the arms. But don't you think Aaron and her probably did too? Throughout the day, Moses is sitting down and they're holding those arms. Even if it's like this, it turns into work. This was an effort on their part. And many times we, we neglect to see the work that needs to be put in for prayer... For our missionaries, for those who are serving the Lord full time i I looked up some statistics so I like numbers I like to see um, <clears throat> some of these things it says that forty three percent of missionaries worldwide do not last now that 's a one year thing they don 't last one year forty three percent um Average uh, service time on the foreign field so when you take all the times and you average it is only 12 years only 12 years on the field I want to read a few statistics that I pulled up of, off of uh, it's Joshua Project it's non-denominational so when they say Christian work they're, they're throwing um, some that I don't believe should be in there But they give us some numbers here. Total people groups in the world are 16,591. 16,591. Unreached people groups um, means that there's less than 2% of evangelical Christians in in that group. Total unreached people groups are 6,741 groups. The total population of the unreached people groups, is 3.14 billion. 3.14 billion. Consider that. Total percentage of the world, the unreached people groups, make up 42.2% of our world population. Less than 2% of that 3.14 billion. And really, when you get right down to it, it's probably less than half a percent are really hearing the gospel. Over 3 billion people in this world. And I just read that the average missionary doesn't last more than 12 years, and 43% are off of the field within the first year. Now we can say, well, maybe they shouldn't have went, or maybe they weren't godly people, or maybe they, they failed in their mission. And there might be an, an argument there. I'm not saying there isn't, is or isn't. What I am saying is, back here at home churches are failing and that we're not holding up the arms. It's difficult there. It's different than it is here. There's so many other obstacles that you have to face. Listen to the, the um, newsletter that Matt just re- read or the prayer letter from, from the homes. What an encouragement they are. God is doing a great work in the Ukraine people being saved, baptized, that that group in the village, it's an amazing thing to hear what God is doing there. We better be praying for Him. Daniel Holmes is the Energizer Bunny. He's, the most, he's one of the most energetic people I've ever been around. But he will get tired. He will get, he will get beat down if we don't hold up his arms. Un, unevangelized people groups in this world, so it's greater than 2%. Um, But still, the great majority of them are unsaved. Total unevangelized people groups are 2,792. That total population is 764 million. That percentage of the world is 11% of the world's population. So, take the two. got 53% of the world's population. Majority of them, the vast majority of them, have not heard the gospel. Reached people groups, that's uh, a majority Christian population. That's what they're going to say about America today. Total people groups are 7,058. The population is 3.5 million. So, you look at that. We still have half of the world that has not been reached. Half of the world does not know the gospel there's more about in here about the 1040 window. I'm not going to take the time to read it all tonight. We need to be faithful to pray. Our missionaries are needing us. Just like Moses, they're getting tired. They need somebody to hold up their arms and, and be willing to work at it. To put some effort into it. It's not, Lord, help the missionaries today. But take their prayer cards and be specific and listen and read the, the prayer letters and, and see what's going on in their lives and spend some time praying for them. Churches are closing every day in America. I don't know the statistics on that. I didn't take the time to look it up. But it is alarming how many are closing in America today. We are losing the battle here and have been for quite a while. America is going down the drains our morals have gone. We need prayer. We need to be on our knees right now. I just want to look at a few verses about prayer tonight and challenge us when it comes to all of these things. Are we praying? I, I ask you to pray for me uh, all the time. Please. I, Like I said this morning, I know myself so much better than you do. And I know how Satan attacks me. Pray for one another, pray for me. But we need to be praying for our missionaries. Second uh, Chronicles. I'm sure everyone here has heard this verse. <coughs> Excuse me. Second Chronicles, chapter seven, verse fourteen. <coughs> was written to Israel or about Israel but it applies to us today if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land there's, there's the prerequisites in this verse that we humble ourselves do we pray in humility Seeking Him. It says, humble ourselves, pray, seek His face, and turn from our wicked ways. It was written to His people. That's not written to America. We, we take this and we want to throw it out on the general population. Well, the, this verse doesn't mean anything to the general population. They're not humbled. They're not seeking the Lord. They don't have a relationship with the Lord. So don't expect them to turn from their wicked ways and turn back to God until it is done in our churches until revival starts and they get saved. This is to my people. So it's those that are saved. We have to humble ourselves, pray and seek his face on a daily basis, moment by moment. The verse pray without ceasing is not is not just a good little thought. It's a command. Walk with God. Be in fellowship with Him at all times. Humbly seeking His face. We need to see some prayer and humility. Jeremiah 29.13 says that it is to be with our whole heart. With our whole heart. And you shall seek me and she'll find me when you shall search for me with your whole with all your heart you're going to seek me you're gonna find me when you look for me with all of your heart when it's not a when it's not a afterthought when there's a real burden there this is this is why I I'm I'm hoping soon to have another mission trip to go see the mission field again because the eye affects the heart. When you see the foreign field and you see the the you drive through Bulgaria, take Bulgaria for instance. We were there and we drove through it from from uh Sofia to Varna, it kinda cuts right across the, the width of the country, and there's there's just Vast areas of land, villages and villages all through that area with no churches, with no gospel witness. It affects you. You start seeking Him with, with more intensity, with more earnest effort. It starts to matter to you. We, we don't seek Him with our whole heart in the area of missions because most of the time it's an afterthought. It's not on the front of our mind. We, we're not burdened by it. Read the, read the letters out there and, and keep our mind, our focus on it. So we seek Him. So it matters that this, this 3.4 billion people that are without Him will cause us to seek Him, to, to go to Him and, and shed some tears for the lost. We need to be praying in humility. We need to be praying with, with the whole heart. Mark 11, (coughs) excuse me, Mark chapter 11 is speaking of praying in faith. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore say unto you, whatsoever, th- What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye shall receive them, and ye shall have them. I've always tried to picture a mountain getting thrown into the sea. Imagine the front lines, <laughs> the headlines of the news the next day, the breaking news. Uh, when I, where I grew up, the biggest mountain was, was Laramie Peak, uh, there in the Rocky Mountains. And, and it's very impressive. It's a beautiful mountain. Uh, I've always envisioned it flying through the air and landing in the Pacific Ocean, what, <laughs> what that must be like. And I always think. Well, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. That's always the thought that comes into my mind. But he just said, if my faith is enough, that there's power to move a mountain. If my faith is enough, there's power to change Wichita Falls. If I trust him in it, if I, if I claim that we're, I talked about it this morning if, if we were to claim a country that's closed take Iran very hostile to the, to the gospel Muslim controlled risk your life going over there and telling people about Christ that's a mountain is it not? that needs thrown into the sea can we pray in faith for it? What about our country and the direction of our country? We look at it and we're like, okay, there's no coming back. It appears that way. We've we've crossed the tipping point. We've thrown our morals out the window. It's, It's just getting worse and worse in our country. And it is. God is greater. Do we have faith? Do we pray in faith? Do you go and ask Him, Lord... Guide me. Lord, give me strength today. I want to do great things for you. I don't know what the mountain is in your life, but God is greater. God is greater if we can pray in faith. (laughs) Moses saw some amazing things, did he not? Had to have been awesome to sit up on top of that hill and see directly God's working. When I'm obedient and my arms are up, they're winning the battle down there. When my arms go down, they start to lose. It, it couldn't have been a clearer picture of God saying, You obey me, I work through you. You obey me, you'll see my strength and my power. And Moses' faith just grew and grew. Do we trust Him? Do we pray in faith? How about in Righteousness. Verse 25 and 26 go on where we were reading just now in Mark 11. And when you stand praying, forgive. For if you have ought against any, that your Father also <clears throat> if you have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. How's your relationship with others? Have we forgiven? We ask God to do mighty things for us, yet we are not willing to do what, for others what He's done for us. Ask Him to forgive us, but we're not forgiving others. He says he's not going to listen. James chapter five. <coughs> James chapter five, verse 16. It says, confess your faults one to another and pray for a, another that ye may be healed the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much I can pray the Bible says I need to pray in humility I need to seek him with my whole heart I need to have faith also must have a clean heart be living right if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me, the Bible says. If I'm not going to give Him something. If, I, if I'm not going to give up that sin, He's not going to hear me. Plain and simple. If I confess my sin, He's faithful and just to forgive, cleanse me for all unrighteousness, then I can pray to Him. We ask for God for many things, yet most of the time we, we're not going to Him in righteousness. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man uh, availeth much. And there's no way to no way to measure that. Availeth much, the measure of that, how much that could be. He can work when I go to him in, in righteousness. How about an obedience? How about an obedience? First John chapter three, <coughs> verse twenty-two. Three twenty-two. And whatsoever ye ask, we receive of Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. Part of that is righteousness, right? As I'm living my life, it's pleasing to Him. Obedience is righteousness. Obedience is serving Him. Obedience is action. The more I see in the Word of God, the more I'm convinced idleness is one of the main causes of our stumbling of our lack of power in our life. As I am serving Him, as I am going forward, as I am being faithful, He continues to bless me. As I am obedient, He says, you ask and I'll give you those things that you request. You have power in prayer as you obey Him, as you step out and you serve Him. 51% of the world, according to the Joshua Project, have a very small number of Christians in them. We could basically say it's unreached. It's not an exaggeration to say that's an unreached population. So 3.7 billion people. 3.7 billion people. That's a staggering number. I can't wrap my head around that number. I I grew up in a state with 560,000 people in it. And that seems like an enormous number of people to me. If we had them out in front of us right now, it would blow your minds to stand out in front of 500,000 people. Imagine 3.7 billion of them without a gospel witness in bondage to sin. I hope it moves our hearts. Help we have compassion, to get on our knees and pray that God will send someone, but then on top of that, that, that we can support them in prayer while they're there. God doesn't need our money. God needs us to pray. God could have held up Moses' arms, but He gave the job to the people, his people. And He's given us that job of prayer. As we're here, we have a mission field around us. We have to be active in. But they're on the front lines, so to speak. They're, uh, they're where the satanic attack is much greater. Do we pray for them? Does it matter to us? I'm going to do it with our whole heart if we don't care. 3.7 billion people. 100,000 people die every day, statistically, around the world. So 51,000 people could die today having never heard the gospel. 51,000, that's two days, they've, that's the entire population of Wichita Falls. And we have all power given unto us if we'll get on our knees and pray. They held up his arms and they won the battle. Are we holding up the arms of those that are serving Him? Pray for one another. Pray for our country. Pray for me. Pray for our missionaries, our other pastors around the United States because they are under attack too. let be faithful to trust Him and pray. Father, thank You again for time tonight. Thank You for the avenue of prayer. Lord, I know... That when we when we seek you 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 will work, Lord, if we will trust you, we can see your mighty hand at work Lord, I praise you for the the ones that that uh, have given their lives to go and serve you on foreign fields. I thank you for their sacrifice, Lord, help us to be faithful to lift them up before you each and every day uh, Lord that uh, that they will have uh, renewed strength, that they will have renewed wisdom, that they will have renewed vigor uh, to serve you Lord in, in the battlefield that they're in Lord help us to pray for one another, I know that Satan would love to destroy this church Father he, he would love to get in here and, uh, and cause division and cause strife, Lord that the testimony of Victory Baptist Church that your testimony here would be destroyed in Wichita Falls Lord, strengthen us day by day. Thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you for your allowing us to serve you. In Christ's holy name, we pray. Amen. It's good to see each one tonight, and uh, I let you out early again—fifteen minutes. I'm sorry. I don't lip. Ready lips? Would you? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, can everyone just grab the hymnals in your pew, or the pew ahead of you, and stack them up? We'll put them out somewhere uh, for VBS this week, out of the way, so the kids aren't tempted to play with them. Um, please plan on staying for the Ice Cream Fellowship. Uh, we, got, we got Bluebell over there, uh, so uh, just spend some time in fellowship this evening. And uh, please be in prayer for VBS. There still are flyers out there. Um, and uh, if there's kids in your neighborhood that don't know about it, let them know and so we can get as many in here as possible. Thank you.